Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Flawed Pod. We're back. The boys are back. No more females. Ew, dude. Are you, are you glad to be back, dude? Dude, I'm so glad. Me and Gage, our, our schedules didn't line up last week. There's just no way we could make it work. So we said, you know what? Let's skip this week. And then, you know, I woke up with the next morning, bunch of angry emails. All right. Bunch mm-hmm. of money in the bank from everyone who listened to that podcast. And I was like, what happened? I know I didn't upload this week. Check it out. Turns out a bunch of uh, girls took it over. Random females. That we have they got our passwords and yeah, man. Yeah, they figure that out. It was scary. My password is it's kind of obvious. It's just Tim is awesome. Ten. Um. Oh, yeah. Mine was kind of obvious too. It was like boys are cute. Uh, three <laughs> boys are cute. Three. That's kind of my standard password. Classic. I don't know how they got Dude, that. I would have. I would have guessed that in an instant. Honestly, bro. How stupid? Would you actually? That's like your password being my, password. My main password is I love Tim. Well, of course, of course. And then, yeah, of course, bro. Um, Anyways, the boys are back. Boys are back. No more females. What were, your, what were your thoughts on their podcast? Did you listen to it? I listened to the whole thing. Did you? The whole thing? I listened to the first half. just the <laughs> But I did not listen to the whole thing. Um, you know, I thought it was decent. Maybe a little echo here, but. Yeah, Maya was echoing Sky, bro. There was a little echo, but it's okay. It happens. Um, it's their first time getting used to it. Uh, pretty much getting all they did was roast me. All right. Made me cry. They, they roast you. <laughs> the, okay. They talked about my spice rack <laughs> alphabetization thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> bruh. Okay. They were talking about alphabetization, but they can't read dude. Because they're blind. They're blind. Bro. So, all right. So you have the spice rack. It's all alphabetized. You have an A section, a B section. What do you want them to do? Like, say you have time, bro. Okay, no, I can't think of anything else that starts with T other than time. Let's let's start with paprika and pepper. How do they know which one is paprika and which one is pepper in order to put it on the spice? They don't because they can't read unless the paprika has braille on it, which I have never seen paprika with braille. So that was just a bad idea. And no one no one noticed that? No one, none of them were like, wait no a minute. How up. are they supposed no to know? It up. This is a good point. Like, unless Tim. they smell every spice and then know, you know what I mean? Like, unless they, they know what each spice smells yeah. like or they're white and they have salt and pepper. And that's it. Then they're o- and that's <laughs> it. There's only two <laughs> sections on their spice rack. That makes it easy. We didn't, so, why didn't we think of that? Yeah. It's kind of a cultural thing. We should have thought about that. Um, okay. And then I, I wrote down some notes. Another thing, they basically alienated like 75% of the potential audience. So so they alienated anybody who has a flag on their truck, uh, anybody <laughs> oh, from God. Alabama, any Alabamians, all right, any anybody named Greg or Carson, uh, <laughs> and, and then basically all men. Yeah, poor Carsons, dude. Yeah, they said uh, Carson was the ugliest on. name. I think Carson's yeah. a great name. <laughs> Carson's a fine name. Gotta win all these, all yeah. the the people back. Um, yeah. Did you, did you say 75% by I the way? I feel like most of our audience is just people named Who's Carson, Alab- Carson <laughs> Greg from Alabama, from Alabama with flags on their trucks. Um, yeah. And then the final note I have in my response to the podcast, their podcast is Sky Psycho. And I don't know what that means. I don't remember what I was thinking. You put Sky Psycho. Yeah, which for those who don't know, that's my girlfriend. She was in the podcast. And I just wrote Sky Psycho. Uh, I don't I don't remember what that was pertaining to. You're gonna get a phone call. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be fair, I listened to it. What do you mean, Sky Psycho, I huh? I don't even know. Um, but I, I was listening to it on my way to work. And so keep in mind it's like 5 a.m., right? And or maybe you know, yeah. 5 30, 5, 5 45. 
and I remember I wrote down that as as my it was my final note. It says girls podcast roasted me in parentheses rude spice rack alphabetize and then in parentheses bruh they can't even read and then alienated our entire audience <laughs> and then it says sky psycho and I. <laughs> Tim got back from a bad day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say she was psycho. Yeah, like sky psycho. <laughs> but pulls out phone. Sky psycho. Like, oh yep, she's psycho. Gone, she's that's all I need. Very sane, I would say. For all right, I, I, but all right. I think she's more sane than you. Yeah, yeah. Flipping sociopath. It. Speaking of sociopaths, Amazon, dude. It's peak season now. Uh, my crazy. facility's getting a little crazy with numbers. How's yours? Uh, um, all right. So I actually have something written down kind of about this. Well, I was about to work a 63 hour week and I was oddly excited. 63, if that makes sense. Is, is that three coming from MET? Uh, or no, how, so, how are you well, getting over the 60? Yeah. All right. So it, I guess it, it wasn't technically a 63 hour week. It was 63 hours within seven days, but it's split up. Uh, the week is split up. That's how they got you. Yeah. Okay. So Basically, what happened was I was like, all right, you know what? I, I know that during peak season, I'm going to have to work 55 hours a week anyway. So I've been trying to acclimate myself to it by picking up extra time. So I picked up extra time, uh, a voluntary extra shift before my uh, my actual week was supposed to start. Gotcha. And so I, you know, I pick up an extra 10 hours. And then like literally that day that I picked up the shift and, and worked it, they called MET, mandatory extra time. So then all of a sudden, now I have an extra day tacked on after my normal four days and before my normal four days. So that's six days in a row working, which is the maximum legal limit. Legal limit, yep. Uh, and then that, that would have totaled 63 hours. And I, you know, part of me was like dreading it. And I like did complain about it a little bit to some of my coworkers. But another part of me was like kind of hyped, bro. Like, um, I don't know why. It? Yeah, just to experience it. I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie. Maybe I just enjoy torturing myself. I don't mm. know. Maybe like, maybe I'm a sadist. It is. Um, so real quick about my facility, it's pure stress when you go in to when you leave. And a lot of people get like, you know, they kind of like panic a little bit. But the whole time I'm kind of just like laughing to myself like, this is nuts. This is crazy. Yeah, bro. That's my favorite part about it. I think that's kind of kind of what I love about it so far. It is nonstop moving when you get in that, when you clock in. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm so glad I didn't have to work on Black Friday. Um you had to work today, right? Um, I did. Black Friday I, I did work a little bit today. Yeah, it was shorter hours today, but it was still kind of crazy. Um, yeah, but, how's uh, it been for you? So just chaos. Yeah, sounds wait, like. Hold on, real, real quick. Do you work Monday, Cyber Monday? Because I feel like that's going to be nuts. I do. My, Cyber my Monday, shift starts tomorrow. Tuesday and Wednesday. They're going to be crazy. Um, yeah, so it's a little crazy for me. Sixty-hour weeks starting up uh, next week. Sixty. Sixty. Yep, the max. And then how do they uh, let you do that? It's not 55, it's 60? It's 60. It's an actual 60. We work six days a week. And then I have, I have Mondays Dang. off. They don't do that for us. They, they do five 11-hour shifts. Five 11s. So yeah, they do six 10s for us. That's crazy. Which is nice. Anyway, Super sorry. crazy. Uh, yeah, so this week I worked the 50. And then for three weeks in December, I'm going to work 60 hours a week. So it's, 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 it's intense, man. The numbers are high. And they just need so many people at the facility. So they have to have, you know, 60-hour weeks. But... Honestly, it's 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 stressful at times, but honestly, it's not that different of a routine from what I normally do. You know, it's just more volume. Yeah, it's just more more of the same. More of the same thing, yeah. Um, and and less downtime. There's practically no downtime. 
on a on normal, yeah, dude, there's never a time on normal days never I would a time have to relax. Yeah, yeah, there's never unless those 15 minute breaks, unless you count those. Um, but that's that's more like a water break. I don't know how your <laughs> breaks are, but it's like I use my 15 minutes to get water, and then I have to go back to work. See, I'm so glad. So we don't do that. We do two 30 minute breaks. Ah, oh, dude. So so we have our lunch, and then we combine our paid 15 which minutes into just one paid 30. Yeah, which is awesome. So you actually get a lot of time to recuperate, which is really nice. The 15 minutes. So there's this thing in Amazon that is called TOT. It's time off task, and your time off task will start accumulating after like seconds after your 15 minute break ends. So if you are not back to work at the 15 minutes after your work ends, we'll say like you go to break at 6.15 a.m. and you have to be back at work working um, with your device at 6.30. Uh, and so like, or your TOT will start building up. And so basically you have the time to leave your station, get to the break room and then get back to your station, which is all 15 minutes. So, you know, you don't get much time. Basically you get to go, whatever kind of drink you want and then head back to your station. That's ridiculous. Mine isn't like that at all, no, which is yeah. weird because in a fulfillment center, I, it's bigger. I've heard it's that a, fulfillment it's a lot centers, bigger. it's bigger and it's more, um, it's more intense. It's like the most intense Amazon has to offer. I've it heard is, yeah. is a fulfillment center. So it's weird that they do that so heavily at your, your facility. I don't know. Not I, I'd much prefer the 30 minute combined though. That sounds amazing. It's nice. It's a lot of time to recuperate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with, with peak season and all, I, I'm excited. I, I've, I'm not one, I don't mind 55 hour weeks. Um, I feel very accomplished. The paychecks are very nice. So I've just been balling out. I bought a, bought a lift kit for, for my Forester. You did? Yeah. No, you did not. <laughs> I did. I bought some, some mud flaps, Dude. some spacers. Uh, How much yeah, is that? Do you stuff. want to talk about the pricing on that? Or are we just going to? It, yeah. it was like 300 bucks. It wasn't too bad. Okay. Okay. Actually, like that's not too that's, I was, only I was expecting inches. more. <laughs> So it's $150 an inch. And, and really some might argue that it is 350 an inch because I already have a one inch lift Tim. and I'm just going to take out the one inch lift to put in a two inch lift. <laughs> so some may argue that it is a $350 one inch lift kit. Mm. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's good, dude. Um, oh, oh wait, God. Yeah. So, um, Speaking I of, really want to off-road. After the two-inch lift kit, the reason I wanted that two-inch- Bigger tires? Or is I it- I can't actually fit bigger tires. I tested. Um, I'm, I'm already rubbing with the- Because I put bigger tires on when I already got bigger tires and they already rub in certain situations. Um, but the main thing is because then I will have the same ground clearance as a Toyota RAV4, a 2020 Toyota RAV4. Ooh. And that's really all I want in life um, is a Toyota RAV4 and a fast car. You're just um, into the off-roading now, huh? I am, dude, and I don't know why. Like, I'm really into off-roading, but I'm like, Tim, just make your car fast, bro. That's, like, why off-road your car? But, you know, now I just be off-roading my car and stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, so, basically, I'm going to have two two builds, I think. I'm going to have the Forza. It's, like, off-road-ish, nothing crazy. Um, and then the Outback, which is fast. But, uh, yeah, peak season, bro. Uh, back to that. I just don't mind 55-hour weeks, and so I'm actually very excited. Um, you know, I've picked up a lot of voluntary 55-hour weeks. Um, and stuff like that. So I, I, I'm really excited. I think it'll be do, good. Do you get a lot of that at your facility? Yeah. Uh, Dude, I get you know, like pretty much every other week. That's really? crazy. Yeah, I don't get much. I've gotten one opportunity and it was a night shift. So I didn't take it. Oh, yeah, yikes. Um, yeah, we get a lot of e voluntary extra time. Huh. Uh, I guess just FCs uh, need the, need the uh, people. 
And because, because our facility is so new and we're also so understaffed, they refuse to hire people. So it's mainly because of just the, uh, you know, I'm on the dock. So specifically the dock is understaffed. And so we always have to have like people from other departments come and help us and stuff. And I think that's why pretty much almost every week we have some voluntary extra time. Well, that's kind of, that's weird how they're understaffed. Yeah. And they just won't hire new people, bro. I kind of feel like. I talked to a level seven about it and he was like, yeah, we'll talk about it. And then they never did. Huh. Yeah. I feel like my facility is kind of overstaffed sometimes. But Weird, man. Because sometimes we it, just have people walking around and not doing anything. Which is ridiculous. It's so stupid. Oh, by the way, the other day, like two days ago, I walked into Amazon and they just gave me my blue badge. Yeah, congrats, bro. I didn't do anything. I didn't even ask to like not be a seasonal anymore. They just moved me from a, from seasonal to a permanent employee. And, and how was it? Was it like you, like, was it like, hey, Gage, you specifically come here. We're going to put you to a blue badge or was it every white badge that walked in became blue badge? There was a dude sitting in the, uh, he was like one of the, le- the ambassador, ambassadors, right? He was sitting in the break room. And as, as I passed through the break room, he's like, oh, Gage, here. And he just handed me a blue badge. I didn't know if he was handing any other blue badges out, but from, from what I was seeing, no. I don't know. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, bro. You got, but I, I'm kind of wondering if Amazon just swindled me out of my seasonal bonus. So we're going to see next week. Because next week, if I like, was still a seasonal, I was supposed to get a 500 bonus. But I don't, know if, I don't know if that applies to me anymore because now I'm not a seasonal. I haven't got my referral bonus for referring you either. Yeah, we, dude, we need our referral bonus. Amazon owes us like a trillion dollars at this point. Because we also promote them every podcast. Yeah, maybe we... I have a fun thing to talk about. My house is uh, infested with so much radon that every night we sleep here is the equivalent of smoking six packs of cigarettes. What? So do, I, hey, do you know what you radon is? This? No. Okay. So radon is like, uh, it, it's like radioactive particles that are everywhere. I mean, like, like literally the, the whole, like everywhere is radon, but houses being, can become kind of um, like high levels of radon. Because in low concentrations, it doesn't matter, but right. you can get high levels of concentration. Um, basically, if your house has poor circulation or anything like that, um, or sometimes it just happens. Sometimes, you know, just like every time you go on a walk, you bring radon infested particles in your house and eventually it kind of fills your house with gamma radiation. So um, I I have like this downstairs area. If you watch my vlogs, you know, and Gage, you know, yeah. but I have this downstairs area where it's like my computer setup. Um, and it's kind of all all mine, but then we have a guest bed right next to it. And we were like, well, why don't we just move my room to the guest bed? And that way this whole kind of area is mine. Um, and so we're, we were moving my room down here, but then my dad was like, yeah, well, because it's a basement and stuff like that, maybe we'll, we'll test for radon, make sure it's safe or just you test for air quality in general. So like carbon monoxide, radon, CO2, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, on the, like the first day, the radon went up to like a six or a seven, which is like ridiculous amounts of radon. Um, and that's, and so that's we're just like, okay. air circulation? Yeah, apparently. And apparently it's really bad, um, like, air, like, ventilation down there anyway, because every time uh, me and my girlfriend take a nap down there, my dad will send me a text being like, hey, the CO2 is getting really high in there, so don't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so I don't know what's going on, but we're- you we're, fix that? What? We're call- so, yeah, there's, there's, like, radon mitigators who come in, and I don't know what they do, but somehow- they like clear the air of gamma radiation. I don't know what they do. Maybe they just burn some incense or let me, something. Let me just clean your air real quick. Yeah, literally. I have no idea what they do. It's like from, uh, um, it's like from the Lorax. What's the company that cleans air? You know what I'm talking about? Nah. 
I don't watch uh, Dr. Seuss movies. You don't <laughs> All I do is is build car and work. It's, co- it's called O'Hare Air. O'Hare Air? Yeah, they cl- that's awesome. They, they clean the air because there's no more trees anymore. Anyways, that's what it reminded me of. So, yeah, why don't we just plant a tree in here? Maybe trees eat radon. There you go. Yeah. So then we move the air quality test. Well, and then I was like, okay, I'm not going to sleep downstairs. And so because I'm not sleeping downstairs, they moved the air quality thing upstairs. Turns out everywhere's radar radon infested, not just the basement. So we're, we got to figure that out. That's awesome. Um, Dude. And the funny thing is, is um, like originally my parents were like, oh, it's just, it takes some time to calibrate to, to really find the true results. So you can probably still sleep down there, even though it was at like a six or a seven. And I, you know, <laughs> um, and it would go to green, like good air quality sometimes. And then I'd wake up the next morning and it was red. And I was like, awesome. I'm just sleeping in, in straight radon this is like, this is and great. my life expectancy. But hopefully I become like Spider-Man or I guess, you know, some cool. I was just about to say, what if you get superpowers and they call you. And it's all worth it. What would they call you? What would be your name? Radon, uh, dude. Ra- watch out. It's Radman. Ra- watch out. It's Radman. I'm super rad. He's coming to, clear- He's coming to clean our air. <laughs> No, dude, I'm here to infest the air. Would I be a villain? Would I be giving people radon everywhere I go? I think you'd be one of those, um, oh, what are like the good villains? Oh, an no. anti-villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Venom where they have good intentions, yes, but, but unorthodox means. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I guess that's what an, it's like anti-villains are chaotic good, you know, where they're not, they're not super virtuous where it's like, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like Superman and Spider-Man and Batman where they're like, I don't kill people. Um, yeah, I don't kill people. Basically, you do the right thing the world. But with bad morals, right? Yeah, so it's like I stop terrorism by by creating by, another terrorist group. Well, no, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it'd be like destroying terrorism by eating all the terrorists and like dismembering the, 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 the them. U.S. And, stuff. and Afghanistan. I'm gonna take out all the terrorists by becoming. Never mind. By I don't literally wanna... taking over the country yeah. and occupying yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. Um. Did you know I've, Afghan hash was the thing? I I don't even know what Afghan hash is. It's, it's like, not, it it's like, like a really good breakfast meal. It's like weed. So, I don't know. Anyways, it's a big import in Afghan, Afghanistan. So That's I, awesome. Yeah. We should try it because we do so many drugs. We do so many drugs. Um, you know what I've recently discovered is like uh, a, an almost disturbing joy of mine. Oh, uh, what's that? Um, I love when people are so convinced that they are right and I am wrong. Like they, you know, I, I don't mind people disagreeing with me. That's different. It's when they are like, you are wrong. I am right. And I'm so close, like so stubborn about this that I am like positive I'm right. And then they have that that mindset. And I have such a an intense joy for destroying that mindset. <laughs> like really just breaking it down and being like, I am right. And you are my, my never mind. But you yeah, get what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get where you're going. Um. And just to destroy the ego sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And so at work, we have this huge uh, conveyor belt thing, right? And it gets jammed sometimes. And anyway, there's this one jam we have like, and then we usually each day have one dedicated jam clear. And there mm-hmm. was this, this one jam that was like there for 20 minutes. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to step in and do it. I, I, yeah, I feel like I have to do a lot of extra things at work, but I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. So I start. You know, I start looking around and realize there's no actual jams. Like there's no collection of boxes or anything. The boxes just aren't moving. And I'm like, all right. Oh, so I go belt. to the main like circuit breaker thing um, for the whole, like the main control panel for the entire uh, the entire facility's conveyor belt. And I go up to it and the, the dude that's dedicated to clearing jams was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, what? 
Uh, and and as a backstory, this he's done this a lot where he'll be trying to clear jam and I see where the jam actually is and I go to do it and he's like, no, it's not that. No, no, no. And then I clear it. Gotcha. Like, you know, it, it turns out, yes, the boxes are jammed up here or he'll tell me, no, that's not going to do anything. And then it does something. But anyway, so I go up to the main panel and I click stop and he's like, no. And he starts laughing at me and like shaking his head. And he's like, dude, like, like he was just like thinking I was the biggest clown on earth. And he was making sure <laughs> I knew that he thought I was the biggest clown on earth. So I click stop. I click start. That's all I did. I just reset it because basically okay. yeah, yeah. it just had stopped for no reason. And it starts going and I gave him the nastiest look. Like I, oh, I'm, I'm like getting furious just talking about this. But <laughs> I gave him like the nastiest, like what up? Like I just fixed something that you couldn't fix for 20 minutes and it took me 15 seconds and you were convinced I was wrong. You've tried everything else. Why not? Yeah. Why not just try this? And I gave him like the most nasty, like, like F you. I was right. You were wrong thing. Yeah. And I, I just stared him down and he started nodding like, yeah, yeah, you were right. But he didn't say anything. And then I literally, I could, I stared at him for so long. And for the rest of the day, every time I pass him, I just gave him nasty. I just stared him down to let him know. Like, <laughs> I just I hate you. Picture his perspective is working the rest of the day at the facility. And every time he looks at like where you work, you're looking at him. Just, I literally, that's what it was. Bro. We'd be walking back and I just stare him down. I was like, <laughs> I hate you for, for like, being so I imagine, that I was right. I imagine you're backing up from the circuit breaker, like backwards, still facing him all the yeah, way back I to did. your workstation. Dude, I'm glad you like, you're really understanding. And I put my arms out like, you know, like I wish that we had a video <laughs> podcast, but you, I put my arms, arms out like, like, what's up? What's up, dude? I just did that. Yeah, literally that dude. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you have such a clear mental picture of what yeah, happened. I, I'm picturing it all the way. But anyway, I, I that just brought me such intense joy. And I think that's also, um, uh, Back in back in school, kind of one of my after school pastimes was doing, or before school pastimes was doing that to your girlfriend Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing is where we'd get in arguments and I look it up and I just like really try to hammer the fact, like because she was so confident and sure, and she's a lot better about it now. But there was a period of time where she was just always so confident that she was right. There was never any way that she was wrong, and so I would love to just like Google it or to use like like reason or whatever. And then prove her wrong. And then she'd be like, well, you can't. And I was like, I don't know, dude. It just brings me such intense joy. Your, um, your face every time you prove someone wrong is priceless, by the way. It's it's so know. nice. It's just my favorite thing, dude. Um, and it, it, it's, yeah, it's but, a guilty pleasure. You it, know what it, I mean? Yeah, it's kind of a guilty pleasure. But do you think, you know, well, what happens to you when someone proves you wrong? Huh? Do you take the higher yeah, ground or... I would like to think I handle it well, but sometimes, sometimes I I think I am guilty of like, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. And I turn out to be wrong. I think everyone is at some point in their life. So yeah, I think it's a kind of a psychological thing. I read a thing that was like attacks on your beliefs. Your brain treats it the same thing as like physical threats. Like your body hates or your, your mind hates being wrong. So it kind of goes into this protective mechanism. But I will say I, I do make a conscious effort to be like, yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Like I, I, I will literally say that I will say, you're right. I'm wrong. So if I'm ever like arguing with friends about like, you know, something about car things or this or that, and then they're like, no. And then they prove me wrong. I always make an effort to be like, you're right. That's like, my yeah, bad. Like, 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 fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I think I do, you I know, think, I, I can't I just pretend does, that I'm, does, dude. I think everyone's guilty of it a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to pretend like, oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm immune to this. I'm, I'm so graceful in accepting that I'm wrong. And then I love but destroying other that, people. That aren't. being said, I totally get uh, like taking down someone's ego, especially if it's a little high, you know? And if, yeah, they're, man, if they're just, such a, I don't know. And again, I don't want to just say I like proving people wrong. Cause that's not necessarily true. Like if someone, um, if someone is wrong, but they're kind of open-minded about like, well, I, I you know, that's just what it's I was completely taught. But maybe different I'm wrong. then, but when it's, it's such like, a different, 
When it's like the dude who, with the circuit breaker, how he's kind of like laughing in your face, kind of like, oh. And he was acting like I was stupid. That was the main thing is that he was like, no, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? He was just like, you were such like, he didn't say you're so dumb, but he like just was very condescending. That's what I'm looking for. He's very condescending about it. And like was laughing. I mean, like, like shaking his head, like, oh my God, like this kid, Yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, And it's that kind of thing. Whereas he was like, you know, I don't think that'll do anything, but go for it. And then I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll go for it. But yeah, it's, it's their mindset or their attitude about it. So it's not like I just love proving people wrong. Um, cause everyone's wrong at some point. Like, eh, right. Everyone's right, wrong. right. Right. So it's just your mindset about it, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of one of my sick. I totally sick get that. Dude, I was going to say something. I had a story in the middle of your story. Oh, and I got to write I, it down. I, That's, I, I always have my notes open. And if you say something, I write, I write oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like just like a trigger word. Big that brain, will, That will remind me of it. Mm. Well, if, if you can't think of it, I do have another topic. Yeah, yeah, I wanted go to for it, discuss. go for it. Um, what do you think of Cyberpunk 2077, bro? For those, for those gamers oh, out there. Oh, for the gamers. All the, all the rich gamers. Gamer um, section, gamer section. What makes them rich? Just the fact that they're gamers and own a PC. They're rich. <laughs> you can be a gamer and own a PS4. Shut up. But... Shut up, dude. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't gamers, all right? Those are console Oh, my nerds. God, dude. I can't wait to crush your mindset. You're too stubbornly confident. Dude, come on. PC can't Master Race, can't wait to crush race, your dude. mindset. <laughs> I want to buy a You're PC, not a true by gamer. the way, but I don't. We can talk about that later. Um, what was the question? I spaced out. How do you feel about Cyberpunk 2077? 2077. I have not. Is it like, is the gameplay out? Is that why you're asking me? There's a gameplay trailer. Um, Ah, yeah. I mean, mainly the concept behind it. I'm excited for it. The whole, uh, futuristic city vibe. If, if, if I got it correct, right. This is like one of the last cities in the world that still has like laws, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, So. The, the whole premise is there was like a nuclear war. Yeah, there was and some then warfare. The government, you know, was so focused on other things that the the country and I think the whole world kind of just descended into into lawlessness, into anarchy. Um and and so it, yeah, it's kind of like a wasteland everywhere except for a few key cities where there is some form of civilization. It kind of reminds me a lot of um Hunger Games. Right. Where yeah, yeah. you know in Hunger Games where there, you know, there's all the districts that are, you know, living poor, um, kind of lawless, kind of uh, you know, just aggressive, lawless, um, anarchists, like stuff like that. And then there's that one city in the center that has like civilization and kind of, you could tell advanced separately from the rest of the world that declined. Yeah. Like high end fashion, all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. it's like that. So, uh, it takes place in that city where there is still, you know, like news broadcasts and there's still, um, government hierarchies and police and, um, technology, you know, all what, stuff. what type of game is it, by the way? Like, what genre does it fall in? It's an RPG. So it's made by the same people who made Witch. Uh, oh, right. I'm, okay. I'm really, really hoping it, because it gives me strong, uh, like, that New Vegas good. or Fallout 3 vibes. Oh, yeah, I got I got New Vegas vibes. That's, so that's sure. what I'm hoping is, you know, best case scenario, it recreates the same feeling and immersiveness that Fallout 3 and New Vegas did for me. Um, worst case, or, you know, my ideal worst case scenario, like, I hope... I hope that at the very least it uh, is Outer Worlds, where Outer Worlds was a great RPG, not not super great, like not um, not like Fallout Three or New Vegas, where I feel like I truly shaped the story. Like with those games, I really felt like mm-hmm. I like my the decisions I made in the game affected it. Um, but I feel like the Outer Worlds still, you know, you had you had some choice, and it was an RPG still, and there was a lot of different storylines. So I'm hoping at the very least it's that good, and best case scenario, it's it's New Vegas. Right. Yeah, if it's Fallout level of good, it's going to be nuts. I'm really hoping. 
gonna be a good um, game. And one thing I have a it, it's so hyped it, that's a, too, which which scares me. That's exactly what I was about to talk about. One thing I have a lot of respect for the developers for doing is despite all the hype and pressure to release the game, um, they have delayed it like three times. Um, because yeah, which is great. And every time they're like, I know this sucks, but we want to make sure that this is perfect, which I think is the right move to make because nothing would suck more than it getting like the way I, what I compared it to is no man's sky, right? No man's sky. Everyone hyped it up. Everyone was so excited for it. Um, yep. and then it released and it was less than what was expected and less than what was promised. And then the game died. And now I've heard, I haven't even looked at it, but I've heard the game is everything that you could kind of hope it was before it released. Like, you know, now it is an MMO uh, and it does have a bunch Yeah, of- the game's much better now, but that's, you know, three years after exactly. the release. So I, so I think if they released what they have now, it would live. It would have lived up to the hype and gone down as a great game in history. But because they right. were more focused on releasing it when they promised they would release it than releasing what they promised to release, um, it, it died before it could reach its full potential. And so I think that's what Cyberpunk is yeah. doing is, is they're making sure that it is the game they promised to release despite, um, you know, disappointing people by delaying the release. Cause dude, do you remember when No Man's Sky got released and everyone realized that it was not multiplayer? Yeah. Cause all the, all, all the devs were like, you could find someone. It's just very, very low probability. Yeah, like, you can find someone, but it's such and a then- big universe. You can't. Like or it's low. Yeah, it'd be it'd be really hard to find the other players, you know. But then a video came out or something where two players were on the exact same planet name and everything, standing in the exact same spot and could not see each other. Yeah, and people were outraged. And I forgot what I forgot what yeah. the guy's name is who uh, made the game, but he he came under a lot of flack, and he because he was kind of the the figurehead of it. He's like David Vonderhaar is for uh. For Call of Duty, where he makes all the, he's kind of like the the internet meme guy, like the the guy that everyone associates with the development team, and so yeah, he yeah, was yeah. the one that was in all these interviews, making all these bold promises that never came true, and stuff. And um, yeah, so he came under a lot of fight. And now the game, if they released, you know, if if the game was released in the way it is now rather than the way it was actually released, I think yeah. it'd be in so like you know it would go down as like one of those amazing games of history, but. Um, yeah, it's just not it's just not that anymore. While we're on the topic of high-end games, I am on the market for buying a new PC after uh working the holidays, you know. I, I might as well treat myself with a with a little gift. You use all your holiday money for that? That's going to be one nice PC. No, yeah, I that's my whole thing. It's like I don't know what kind of PC I want to buy. I don't know if I want to buy a mid-tier or maybe a higher end. Uh and then I don't it's so hard to find the right po- like right parts. And, you know, what's going to be good for your money and what kind of setup you're going for. It's all just so complicated. So my question for you was, I know you have a PC. It's a pretty good PC. Did you end up, you ended up building that yourself. Right? Um, Although. Yeah. So to an extent, my uncle helps a lot because he builds PCs. I was going to say, you, you have, you have family members that like help build and stuff. Um, so yeah, that, so yes, it is custom. Like, it's not like you can go and buy this PC somewhere else, but right. was yeah. a little like, I guess I was like 14, 15 and 16 as I was building, it was like, I, the one turning all the screws. Um, not for all of it. I, I installed the uh, graphics card myself and stuff like that, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you help out with like finding the parts at all? Yeah. Cause that's what I struggle with is finding the right parts. Yeah. So and I just don't. And honestly, I would say that the, the computer, the parts I picked necessarily didn't all work out together the way I had hoped. Like it was bottlenecked by Ram a lot and blah, blah, blah. Um, and like the the motherboard wasn't nice, but my uncle who knew that stuff was like, oh well, this is what you really want. So he kind of steered me in the right direction. But I did pick out stuff, and I can already 
tell you a good setup, in my opinion, for your computer would be any 30 series NVIDIA graphics card, like those ones that are insanely cheap, but are like some of their best performing ones out there. They come with RTX and the everything. 30 series? Yeah, like the 3080 Ti and all that kind of stuff. I was just looking at the 3080, which is funny you said um, that. Good luck finding one. I think they're still sold out everywhere. Dude, they, I can't find one anywhere. So you have to yeah, wait for the holidays to go. But I think value Probably. for your money, like, I mean, the, the 3080 Ti is on par with like some of their highest graphics cards, but for way cheaper. And then I, motherboards, yeah. I'm not too sure. Probably MSI or something. Like you could get a nice motherboard is important because you can have all the RAM in the world and all the VRAM and all the, the CPU in the world. But if your motherboard can't transmit, like, I don't know how to put it. If it can't tie it all together, you're going to be bottlenecked really heavy. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then. Yeah. There's just, there's so many parts out there. So it's so hard to find like the right part that's going to work for your setup while also being a good price. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like there's a lot that and goes Another hard it. thing is if you research it, uh, everyone's going to tell you something different. Like there's, there's, Heavy oh, brand dude. loyalty. Like some people only ever go AMD. Some people only ever go Intel. Some people only ever go NVIDIA. And that's another thing. Do I go AMD or Intel? Yeah. That's a big debate. So uh, I don't know, man. It's hard stuff, man. But it's also like my PC is not bad. It's a mid-tier PC. The one I currently have. Maybe I'd say mid-tier. So are you going to yeah. build a whole new one or are you um, just going to kind of change some parts? I don't know, dude. May should I just change parts? My current one? I or? would say. It'd be, it'd be nice to like start fresh because. I didn't choose most of the parts in this PC. I've I ch I've chose the the CPU and the graphics card was given to me a long time. So ago. that was the only parts I've. Chosen. My thoughts on this would be best bang for your buck. I'd say is rebuilding this current PC, but cleaning it out heavy, like clean out your case, clean out any fans and everything, and then every part you replace, just sell the the part that's being replaced, mm -hmm. and you can get some money back. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But that way, like you don't have to buy a new computer case. You know what I mean? Like. And sure, but also my computer case is kind of small. Like I'm kind of looking for a bigger uh, one. So it's like if I, if I buy a whole new case, why not buy? I don't know. So it's like a whole rabbit hole I've been falling down. I think to an extent, this reminds me a lot of cars where, like, it is a lot like cars. Where kinda. you know, yeah, I bought this car and I was the Forester and I was expecting to put no money into it, like literally only speakers, like just so I could listen to my own music. Because right now, all I can listen to is CDs. But then I was like, See, if I was like, if I get a new head unit to listen to my own music, I want some nice speakers. If I get some nice speakers, I might as well have a sub. And wow, it's bright in here. I need some yep. tint. And then I'm like, well, I want to it's off-road this. Hole, dude. Um, so maybe I should lift it. And if I lift it, it'll look weird with small tires. So now I need to buy bigger tires. Um, yeah, and it's kind of the rabbit hole thing where you're just like, how, how much do I replace and how much do I, like, what, when, where do I call it good and how much money do I want to spend on this and how, uh, you know, what, what quality or what level am I looking for? It's hard, man. Mm. Also, dude, the holidays are coming up and everyone's asking me what I want. And truly, I do not want anything. Like, I am okay. PC parts, man. So it's so weird. I guess, yeah, PC parts. But what do you do when people ask what do you want for Christmas? It depends Whatever. who it is. Like, if it's, um, like, if it's, uh, you know, like uh, an aunt or an uncle who, you know, their budget for me is is a little bit lower. I'll just be like, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know what I say, I guess. Like, like socks. My my go-to is just kind of like socks and like clothes. Yeah, like little stuff. Which is so lame, but I don't know what else to ask well, for. Uh, the other thing, I have very expensive taste. Not with clothes and stuff, but like the stuff I want is like. With like tacky yeah, stuff? The stuff I want is like a turbo for my car, which is 1200 bucks or an intercooler, which is 900 bucks. So I'm not going to go up to yeah, yeah. Aunt Sally and be like, hey, can you buy me a $1,200 turbo, please? Like for a $400 <laughs> lift kit. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, usually I'll just be like, I mean, I eat out a lot. Oh yeah, that's another thing I think. Every, all the gifts I ask for are 
what will save me the most money? So basically it's all stuff that I would have to buy anyway. And I just ask them to buy it. So that way it saves me money in the long run so I can spend it. Big so brain. it'll be like, you know, I spend like, a, you know, something like $60 a month on McDonald's. McDonald's gift cards, huge because they save me money. That means that I can spend that $60 a month elsewhere because I'm spending the gift cards instead of my elsewhere. Money. Yeah, it's good. It's so good I brain. ask for gift cards and stuff like that. Or by the way, you know, I can't check how much money I spend on McDonald's a year, but it's, I, I feel like it's kind of high. And I know we kind of talked about this in the group chat a little bit, but I don't know if I should feel ashamed about it. Cause it's like after work, I'm hungry, dude. And I'm going past all these fast food places. It's so hard not to get some food. Exactly. You know? And I'm starving after work. I literally cannot wait. Like my parents are always like, well, why don't you just come home and we'll make it like, you know, we, we make dinner. So why don't you just, I'm like, dude, I literally cannot wait that long. If that like, like I am hungry. Yeah. I'm in conclusion. I'm hungry. I hungry. And I need like, food. like literally I'm like shaking to the point where it's like, I cannot go home and wait for dinner. Yeah, I, I don't ever get the shakes. That's kind of scary. You don't you get, get the that, shakes, bro. I get the shakes almost no, daily. Like, bro. Yeah. Pretty much daily. Like, like at work, dude. What's your, what's your caloric intake? For, you think, I like counted it. It's like four to, so back when I was working out every day and running, you know, like 10 miles and stuff, it was like 6,000 calories a day. Um, but now I'd say it's more down You're to a healthy boy, 5,000. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, um, I, so me and my girlfriend went and ate food and then we went back to her house and then her parents bought stuff for Thanksgiving and they bought like rolls and stuff. And I was like, dude, those rolls look so good. So we went to, uh, Harman's to buy some, some rolls and I bought uh, a pack of croissants instead. And I ate all three croissants, which totaled a thousand calories. I saw your tweet. Oh yeah. The, the this croissant. Good. <laughs> And you're crushing it dude, in your that hands. That tweet, I like, no one else thought it was as funny as I did, dude. I like, I laughed really I'm hard. I'm so glad because I was laughing and my girlfriend, because I tweeted that at her house. And my girlfriend was like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, look at this tweet I just tweeted. At. And I was laughing, like almost crying laughing. And she was like, <laughs> oh, haha. And I was like, what? How is that not funny? I'm looking at it right now. This is hilarious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like crushing it. My dad said, is it dead yet? Head. It was a good tweet. I'm glad. Is it dead yet? I'm yeah, glad I you enjoyed that. it because apparently no one else did. Anyways, got three likes. Follow Tim's. Follow Tim's Twitter. At the Eagle YT. He posts banger tweets. Uh, yeah, dude. I I think I like my Twitter. I just wish more people notice it. Your tweets are banger, dude. Thanks, man. My my have been nice. replying to all my tweets you know saying I, banger tweet Tim, and I just say swag. Banger That's my only him. reply. <laughs> dude, I I saw the interaction and I was like, yeah, swag. sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway, continue. You know what I realized the other day was that our humor is completely switched. From like high school to now. Because the our humor in high school was uh, like about sex. It's like, I bet you believe in sex. Oh, huh? yeah. And I was like, no, dude, I don't, dude. That's not and real. But now it's like, yeah, I have sex. Dude, I have so much so sex. So much sex all the time. Yeah, that is me, has been me engaging. All the time, dude. Is, um, dude, I have so much sex, dude. So much sex. Because um, it's funny because we're virgins. Yeah. You know? I that's mean, what's, we're not. We're not. We have sex, but we're virgins. We have sex. Um, yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, dude, I, the, the, ew, you believe in sex? That was like a big meme at our school. Like it started spreading to people. I didn't big. even know people would, I didn't even know would come up to me back. Like, I bet you believe in sex. Huh? I'm like, no, dude. Do you remember that? Like we'd be eating at the lunch table. <laughs> dude, it would be so funny. Yeah. It'd be in the cafeteria and, just, and it would be loud. He too. believes in sex. Like, yeah. And I was like, bro. And it all started because, um, I was at a cross country meet and I, I started 
saying that to one of my friends and like, it just kind of spread. And so eventually like yeah. the whole, not the whole school, but a lot of people were like, like a good portion of our grade and maybe some, uh, under class. Yeah. Now. They just started. Yeah. They all, everyone was like, Oh, he believes in sex and stuff. And I, I saw people I didn't even know, um, saying it to each other. And so I guess like it had spread friend groups and stuff. I don't know. It was, it was kind of cool. It's cool to see something outgrow you. I, someone in our friend group is the main character, dude. Dude, our memes always spread. It's weird, bro. They're always everywhere. T-pose? That was the weirdest one. Well, yeah. When we started T-posing and then it's still a meme. And then out of nowhere, everyone's T-posing. And I was like, where did this come from? Because we got it from Gary's mod. And yeah, truly, I, I do not understand it. That blew my mind. The first, I don't remember what meme it was, but something started like, you know, like back when we were streaming GTA, we started saying something and then I heard people saying it in real life. And I was like, dude. It, it always happens with Alex's stuff. Yeah, dude. Alex is just I ahead of like, every meme. I think he is. Yeah, there's like certain sayings too. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just like little me or like, yeah. I, I, and, but like, it'll become memes, not only like the, the, you believe in sex thing that makes sense because it spread throughout our school, but it didn't, you know, it's not like I saw memes right. about it yeah. online and stuff. There are memes where we, you know, the memes will be like the, okay, dude, the, where, where you just like, someone will go tell you a long story <laughs> and you say, okay. And that's, that's your only reply. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a big meme in our friend group and it was hilarious. And it has spread to where people are doing, like, I see it on Twitter. I see it on Instagram. Like, uh, you know, I, not anymore because the meme died, but I, and I was like, dude, where is this coming from? One of us has to be like a famous streamer and the rest just don't know it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's don't the only explanation. It. The T-Pose one actually broke me because I didn't, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. And there was like T-Pose pages, you know, people started posting other people T-Posing yeah. and stuff. Or f flipping, what was it? Planking? Yeah, dude, dude, that was weird. And like for the whole year of like, what was it? 2015, 2016? It was even before that, but. Was it? It was definitely high school, no? No, no. It was way before high school. Oh, really? Um, yeah. How? Oh, I guess it was, huh? Let me look up planking, planking meme. Uh, I can't seem to. F that one was. That one was weird. The planking fad made news in September two thousand nine. So you were way off. Holy God! What? Yeah. I was and it kind off. of continued all the way to 2012 when Pat Barry planked on television after a mixed martial arts mat. Um, and he, he knocked huh. out his opponent and then just started planking. So Nice, dude. <laughs> and then the picture is, on, on the official Wikipedia page, it says planking in a field. And it's just this kid face down in the grass. Like, it looks like <laughs> a dead body. Amazing. Amazing. I love the internet, bro. I'm so I'm so glad we're alive at the time that we are. You know what? I, For the internet, dude. What a, what yeah. a time to be alive, man! It it just what does not get any better than this. We're living the life. Yeah, a lot of pros and cons, though, dude. Of the internet. Yeah, for sure. I think the current the current climate of the internet. Yeah, for sure. There's there's pros and cons, but I think generally the internet has advanced mankind. You know what I mean? Like the, like we would be nowhere near where we are right now without the internet. Like I think it is. A truly beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, I think the way that mankind has chosen to use it, that that's mixed. That's for sure like uh, a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I'm trying to see something. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do I spell this? Hold on. Take your time. It's not like we have people with listening that are just going to click off. You just, you just keep talking. Well, okay, you just keep let me talking. Get my notes, dude. I don't know. 
uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what. So um, what I wanted to talk about is it was it was the uh, you know the, the pros and cons of the internet. I think there's so there's a word in in Japan for like the social socially like withdrawn, and it's apparently a, a rising epidemic in Japan where millions and millions of people are socially like withdrawing themselves and just living in their ha- households and not leaving like they're doing at home like jobs they have no little to no friends and it's like an, it's a big problem like growing uh, and they have a word for it so i'm trying to see i wonder if it is a problem because Hik- Hik- there's really nothing wrong Hik- with Hik- it it's a, it's a little sad but i would well the thing is like most of them most of the hikikomori i think it's i don't know i'm totally butchering that but that's what they call them um the problem is they're leeching off their parents ah. right and so when their parents die they ca- they call this um the 60 30 problem it's when the parents are 60 years old and the kids are 30 years old still at home um the problem is once the parents die they have to go out and look for work and they can't get jobs because in japan everything's about your experience you know, getting a job is about your experience in life and how you can be, how you can be like a product to the company and like, you know, help them. Uh, but they have no experience in life. So it's like hard for them to get a job. So it's like they're not even, it's not, it leads to, it leads to a lot of suicide. It's not that they're working from home. It's that they're not working at all. And their parents are just providing. Some of them do work it from home, but they're not making enough to like, you know, support themselves heavily. Um, yeah. Then I can see the problem. I thought you just meant they like, they live with their parents and then they were. And then they. No, no, no. That is totally fine. But it's like, I don't know. But, it, yeah, but I was just watching a big uh, documentary on this. And it's apparently a big problem in Japan. And I can see that in the future of like many people kind of being withdrawn from society because they don't need to go out, you know, having access to the internet. And, and you don't need friends to be entertained anymore because you can just watch TV or play video games. and you watch TV. You yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, I guess I could see that being a problem. I think that is kind of scary. It reminds me of uh, the Ready Player One game where, every, like, you know, everyone was just kind of playing video games. And that was a weird. That was a weird movie. I never finished that. Oh, movie, I thought it was good. It was. Yeah, it wasn't like like wow, that movie was amazing, but it was good, and I thought it had interesting commentary. I liked it. I liked what I watched. I didn't. I don't think I finished all of it, but. Um, but yeah. Anyway, society's gonna be weird in the next like sixty years. I don't know what, like, when we're old, dude, what is technology going to look like? That's I think it's currently unmanageable because what we have now was unimaginable to our parents when they were our age, if that makes sense. Like, so I I don't even think we can wrap our head around what, what kind of technology we'll have because it's just so out there. Um, but yeah, socially and stuff like that, I really, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like. I think it's kind of scary just because of the direction everyone's heading in. Like, it's totally crazy how the internet like brings us all together, but also pushes us all away from each other at the same time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I think it's all how you use it. Cause I think in a way the internet and video games and such brought our, our friend group together who we now hang out in person all the time and stuff. But for a while right. there, I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, but I think video games are what like brought I've, us together. Like, um, like Mark from California. Yeah, man. Like we've met, we've met people online just through games well, because, and it's like, it's, Biggest thing I think about is Cole and Chase, man. We we met Chase when me and Cole were playing uh, PUBG Battlegrounds, or I guess PUBG. Right. Such a so just through a random pairing, 
in this video and, game. And he ended up flying out to Canada and, and living with this kid while he went to college and living stuff. With and him. they became friends and stuff. Which is nuts. So I think the internet in a way can bring people together depending on how you use it. But yeah, there's also people who use the internet as their only kind of coping or social, you know, their only social mechanism. Uh, and so yeah. in real life they have, you know, they, they sit with their headphones on in class. They don't talk to anybody. They never go out with friends. Um, and, right. and to an extent I'm kind of like, is it, is that a bad thing? Like to us, it seems kind of sad. I don't think it's a bad. Yeah. But, but if they're happy, exactly, you know, and it doesn't affect us anyway. And there's still, you can still be a productive member of society and have no friends in real life. And, you know, totally. totally. Um, and so I guess as long as they're happy and it's not affecting anyone else negatively, I don't think it's really our place to be like, Oh, that's bad. Um, yeah, I agree. So, and, and, but I think there's so many people out there who are like, Oh, that, that is so bad. Like, you know, they should not be doing that. It's like, it might not be a lifestyle you are comfortable with or that you like, but the fact that they're comfortable with and they like it and it's not affecting you in any way, you know, I don't think it's really our place, to, you know, or anyone's place. I don't mean our as in me and you, but I just mean our places in outsiders looking in to be like, oh, that's right, you know, right. a bad lifestyle or how can they live like that? Yeah, I totally agree. But uh, it'll be interesting to see just what happens. Yeah, I think uh, a little scared, but... For some reason, I view Eastern countries like, further socially than some Western countries. I know it's like a weird thing to think of, but like when I, when I, when I look at Eastern country, like, like I'm talking like Japan and China's like their fashion feels so much more like advanced future advanced, like futuristic. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it, like, it seems more ahead of what we are here in Western cultures. And so I kind of look towards them like socially to see what the Western might like Western countries might end up looking like. I don't know. Yeah, what you mean? I think uh, I kind of love studying, not, yeah, like learning about Asian cultures and Asian, especially Asian um, like social systems. I think that's crazy. Yeah, it's so different from. And, and yeah. their work ethic, I, I, like Japan, J Japanese people and Chinese, like culturally, I mean, like such a crazy work ethic and everything, which I really admire. Like, like it's very respectable to fall asleep on a, on a train or in public over there because it shows that you worked super hard. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I think also it, masks, dude, just common. Like if, if you're feeling a cold, it's normal in Japan to just wear a mask. And expected, which I think is awesome. And then another thing yeah. is th I feel like they have so much more courtesy or so much more honor in a way where, you know how we have like the, uh, like in Japan, they have uh, trains that are designated for pregnant women. Um, or yeah, like they have seats in trains. I don't know if I said trains today, but tra seats in trains designated yeah, for yeah. pregnant women. And no one even sits in, even though there's no pregnant woman, no one sits in those seats. They're always empty. Which and is so cool. Very classy. I saw a picture of a full train, like, and like, I mean, I mean, the, this train was packed and there was these two And everyone seats, was refusing to sit. And people were standing up, people were cramped, but no one sat in that seat. And I don't think that that would fly here. I think- here, people would be too worried about, oh, well, you know, it's personal freedom. I can sit wherever I want. You know, my taxes pay for this yeah. train, that kind of stuff. My, my like, taxes we're so pay obsessed with ourselves here, which I hate. Um, uh, so obsessed with ourselves and our money and our possessions uh, here. And I think that's I, that's one thing I really like about Asian countries. Like, uh, you know, I don't want to completely generalize, but generally Asian countries and, and a lot of those um, smaller European countries where they live in such like a, like very united state. <laughs> That's funny. A very united state, but a very, you, you know, like their state of mind is like, you know, I'm okay with paying high taxes um, because that provides free healthcare for my neighbors that provides, 
um, you know, free healthcare for homeless people at, you know, all this kind of stuff. They, they're, they're a big community and they all work together kind of thing. And they have like, um, they have like a baby stroller. Like I think it's Denmark or Norway, but kidnapping just isn't a thing. So if you're going shopping, it's completely mm-hmm. normal to leave your baby in a, in a baby stroller outside of a store and they have like little shaded areas for it and stuff. Uh, and go shopping and come out. And yeah. you're, you're just, you have no fear that your baby's going to be taken. It's just that cultural mindset. And I just, I, it's all just like cultural mindsets I'm of envious. like uh, economic, you know, like economic ideologies of like capitalism and socialism mm-hmm. or, or communism or whatever. It's, it's so crazy that like capitalists hate communists and communists hate capitalists. Like I get it. They're on the opposite like spectrum. Right. But it doesn't like, I'm going to say it, and I know it's crazy coming from a person who lives in the United States, but I don't think communists are bad people. Hear me out. I just think they have a different way of life, you know? And I I kind of understand, like, forcing uh, governmental ideology, how you should run your government, like, on other countries. But the United States has done that, you know? Uh, We do that all the time. Yeah, I think it depends what communist you're looking at. I, I... I um I, I guess you can say you can you can put out the argument of like um like communist it, it like it allows for more tyrannical that's governments. Exact, that's know? where I draw the line between communism and socialism. Communism I associate more with with tyrannical yeah, with, governments. Uh, oh, what is that called? Uh like unitarian governments, but there's another word for it. Um I don't know. I, I had it on the tip of my tongue, but yeah, like tyrannical uh, Unitarian governments is what I associate with communism because yeah. that to me seems more like you share everything because the government owns everything and the government forces everything. Whereas socialism to right. me is, uh, it's associated more with like democratic or parliamentary governments. And there's definitely a good in between. You yeah. Can and it, it just reminds me more of a community. And That's what socialism reminds me of is a community effort. You know, people pay everyone. No one lives in like a super crazy nice house because the richer right. you are, the more taxes you pay, but you're okay, you're ha- not okay with paying taxes. You're happy and you're honored to pay those higher taxes. In most socialism, socialist country, if you're rich, don't, you're happy to do that to provide for others. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Communism just doesn't work as a governmental system. Like, I just don't think it works. But I don't think the people that behind that ideology and those governments aren't inherently trying to do bad things, you know? I think they're trying to help people, but they're... Poorly guided. Yeah, good intentions, you know, but bad sense. execution, maybe. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't think they're devils, you know. I don't think they're the worst kind of Well, people. I don't think they're villains. They're trying to inflict like, I don't think harm. they're villains, whereas in they're yeah. like, I'm evil and I like being evil. It's like they think that that's the right thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I always just look at the the worst guy in human history, Hitler. You know, even he thought he was doing good. Which so. is crazy to me. But yeah. Which is nuts. I don't know how you can think of doing good, but <laughs> he, hey. thought he, was, he thought he was going to be thanked in the future. Like in the future, he was like, people will thank me for getting rid of the Jews, which is a, like, it's just crazy that he, that <laughs> bad people can rationalize it like that. What is eugenics, dude? How did people think eugenics is okay? Because in their mind, it's Isn't like, a pure race. yeah, it, it's nuts how, how your mind can kind of reach for these conclusions. You know what I mean? Um, like I can see where they're going, you know. Like we need to look out for the, our species, but but come on, man! Like, you know, like how on, can you dude. look at another person and be like, you are inferior? <laughs> like you are a bad. You person. should not have been born. Go yeah, back. yeah. Like literally, I want to complete. Like, how do you look at a person? And be like, I want to completely eradicate you and your people. <laughs> you know, based on their their religion or their skin or whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh man, crazy! It's dude. been a good podcast, man. I've enjoyed this one. I've gotten really into this one. Yeah. 
Very nice. I don't have anything else to say. Me neither. Um, so on that note. Oh, dude, narwhals. Narwhals are good. Dude, you, we made it through this entire thing without a controversial take, and that's that's how you end it. <laughs> dude, that's I'm all sorry. people are going to take away from this is normal. I just good. think, dude, I just think the blubber. Oh looks my nice, god, bro. dude! Now you're talking about blubber. The blubber oh, looks good on dude. him, dude. Now I have to put some kind of R rating on this blubber. You know that sound when they when they're moving <laughs> around and they're flapping on the ground. The the with but like picture like blubbery sounds. Why don't that's nice. Walk around like that, dude. Why don't we just flop? Well, how around? Have the, how have narwhals not been naturally selected out? <laughs> like can we do- <laughs> like how do you look I don't know I, I still don't get it anyway uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, they said watching at the end of the girls podcast but they said thanks for watching and I, I want to clown on them for yeah, that. yeah anyway thank you guys so much for listening uh, if you guys have any questions comments concerns or feedback tweet at me at the eagle yt or gauge at the flavored soda uh, and we'll see you all next Friday Whoa, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Narwhals.